The Kate Daly Show starts now. Go to war, and women and children flee war. Where are all the women and children? Please. Everybody that's coming over are fighting age men. They're soldiers. Now, are they there to protect us, or are they there to round us up? What are these immigration centers for if we're not using them? What are all these new prisons for if we're not using them? Prisoners are being released early, on tight. What are the FEMA camps built for? The largest one can accommodate two million people. But where the hell do they expect to find two million people? And more importantly, why? There's something else going on they're not telling us about. Because it's cataclysmic. And we should be told. We should be allowed to make preparations. Putin, who's supposed to be the bad guy, has made preparations for every single one of his citizens. Man, woman and child. But what are our governments doing for us? Absolutely nothing. Do you want to know what immigration is really all about? Ask them. Because they're working with the SAS. They're working with soldiers. That's my view. Why is it that our own veterans are living on the streets? Why our own people are living on the streets? And yet these people can come over and live in hotels and get £175 a week. That's more than our own. So true. Oh my gosh. I love that comment. I love those comments because they're good questions to ask about, uh, about what's coming across the border. We're getting planefuls of people now from the situation over there. And all of a sudden we're sending a lot of troops over there and the reason I, I i think i'm asking the reason that well the the question everybody should be asking welcome to the kate daly show not that question but the fact that uh israel can hold its own at over nine million people versus uh ten thousand. so why are they not why are we involved in this why are we going over there i i just they have a they have a very large well-trained entire situation to deal with whatever comes their way why are we sending why are we sending ships why are we doing this um and joining me of course i have got uh uncle milty with us and uh, and i also have uh, dr duke pesta how are you dr duke pesta I am well. How are you, children of God, doing today? <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> um, it's very it's a it's an intriguing question. I think everybody should be asking, though, um, as far as they are well trained and they they actually put all their youth into an army. So I'm not quite sure why they feel so outnumbered that they need global help at this point. Um, but you tell me. I mean, am I asking the wrong question here? It seems bizarre. You ask me. I, I, I'll give you my two cents. Okay. Because there are what. 12 million Jews and a billion Muslims surrounding them because Maybe. the Iranians who are the Iranians who are sponsoring this terrorism mm-hmm. have threatened to do more because uh, the Egyptians will not allow the Palestinians to leave the country. They're forcing them there. Hamas is forcing them to stay there. Mm-hmm. You've got Russia now and China basically openly siding with the, the mm-hmm. uh, Hassan, Hamas terrorists. Uh, look, I'm with you. I don't want to get well, Americans involved. I'm just in, wondering in why court. so fast, because it not, those other countries are not attacking Israel, though. And so well, do they need global help yet? And why are we so insistent about pushing global help in there so quickly without? I just think it's it, it's a question that should at least be asked because we just assume that they're that they need it. Do they need it? I'm not quite it's sure. A, it's a great question. And I don't want to be the devil's advocate neocon on the panel here. I just, mm-hmm. um, if to me, if I had to guess why, because you're asking why. Mm-hmm. If you're asking why, I would think that with two aircraft carriers in their backyard, mm-hmm. the Iranians would have to think twice about tilting the scales, right? Yeah, or right. to launching an attack. And right. I think uh, because 
with Israel fighting on two fronts now with mm-hmm. hostile neighbors around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Iranians are the radical monkey, 800-pound monkey in the, in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And if the presence of those ships keeps them on guard, okay. that makes sense to me. Okay. And you know, what's, what's sad is that when I ask that question, I have to say, no, I'm not pro-Hamas. I mean, right. <laughs> isn't that insane that I actually have to say that? Yeah, it, we are right. living in a world where it's you're either with us or, or, you're, or you're a terrorist. It's like, no, yeah. that's not true. Um, we, can actually per, we can actually ask questions about why militarily we're there and uh, because we seem to pop up everywhere. So I... Uh, quickly, so for in, in in only the times that we want to be, and and so I, I feel like it's um, a little manipulated. At the same time, I have to say no, I'm not pro Hamas. I mean, I'm not. I I just am. A, I'm just questioning. So, just like you said, you know, being the neocon, you don't have to be a neocon too to look at look at things logically, <laughs> right? And you bring up a good point. They're surrounded. I get it. I, and no one wants to see anything happen. But at the same time. Well- you know, if if those aircraft character mm-hmm. carri- carriers were tar- um, launching pads uh-huh. for American special operatives to go in and try to pull our hostages out, I'd support mm-hmm. that. If we sent now, that's to me is something that makes sense. You send mm-hmm. our seals, our our green belay berets. You send somebody in mm-hmm. to do special ops to try to free our sl- our hostage and perhaps any other hostages. That mm-hmm. to me would be a useful thing if okay. that's what they're doing. I, I would get behind that. Okay. All right. Uncle Milton. It's a show of force. Mm-hmm. And a show okay. of force only works if they think you would actually use that ah, force. And with yep. Biden and the presidency, nobody's afraid we'll actually use that force. It is strange that Biden didn't go to Ukraine, but he's going and hopping over to Israel very quickly. Do you find that a little weird? That, that got that got canceled unless I... As a, Did it get canceled? Yeah, as of this morning, they canceled it. Now, I don't okay. know if they've put it back on again. Hmm. So already he's run away I'm hearing from both. that. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so. Uh, th- that's the last time I checked a couple hours ago. They had canceled that. Okay. Um, now, again, I wouldn't be bothered, honestly, by an American president going to a place like this to mm-hmm. make a statement about democracy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be bothered if Biden, well, I'd, I'd be ashamed of Biden no matter what he did. <laughs> yeah. If an American president made his way to uh, Ukraine to to address the, you know, the politicians there, that wouldn't bother me. I don't, I wouldn't consider that anything more than, uh, I was just comparing it to Ukraine because Ukraine, he didn't go. It was just kind of, it's just odd. So I thought that was a little strange. Well, I mean, honestly, right now he'd be much more danger. I would think in, uh, Israel, it's such a small community, small country. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, you know, I mean, the fact that he, I think it's smart that he's not going because mm-hmm. no matter what he's going to do, he's going to embarrass us. Yep. Uh, he's not going to be, he, he's not in a position to offer support or comfort. Uh, he's dithering because the big donor uh, Democrats who, who fund him, mm-hmm. uh, many of them are anti-Israeli. And mm-hmm. so he's got a, he thinks he's running for president again. So uh, I think he's going to hide in his basement, which is the best place for him. Um, <laughs> now, again, having yeah. said that, if, uh, American boots on the ground start, uh-huh. you know, being funneled into Gaza. That would bother mm-hmm. me immensely. All right, let's take a quick call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm always wondering every time there's a conflict in a foreign country, why is it immediately somebody says, "Oh, we need to send an emergency plane to rescue the Americans in that country." Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody held a gun to those Americans' heads when they went to those countries. So 
And yeah. who's responsible right. for bringing them out of there? Unless you work for the embassy or something. Well, it is. I mean, it is. Uh, it is, is our problem. It is also interesting that they're making them sign uh, promissory notes that they have to repay all of the travel expense to bring them home. That was kind of a. Hmm. Uh, interesting one. But you ask you ask a decent question. Thank you for that. It it kind of reminds me, and, and I'm not saying that people can't be caught in an event, okay, because they can't going abroad. So there's there's two sides to that question. What I used to question was the, the couple that said, hey, we're in a battle in Afghanistan, and this would be a great time to go on a hike in the mountains there and then have to have our embassy go and rescue them. That's what I used to have a really hard time with. Uh, Dr. Pesta, what do you think? Unfortunately, <laughs> I could not hear the caller. Um, oh, so I, okay. I, Sorry to... about that. Um, yes, in fact, uh, he was just saying that uh, it's interesting that um, that people that go to another country the, the instant response is, um, we have to go save them constantly. And he's, he said, there's no one putting a gun to their head saying they have to go to this other country, but immediately we, we have to get them out. Right. And that's why I said there's two different things going on there, though. I, I, if you're traveling and you're caught in an event and you want your country to save you, I can understand why people would want that. At the same time, there's the couple that goes hiking in the middle of a war and wants to be saved. So... <laughs> Yeah, you're 100 percent yeah. correct. The, the ones over there agitating mm-hmm. uh, the activists, the right. bleeding heart activists, right there, who are uh, looking for every excuse to blame yeah. Israel for war crimes. Yeah, those people. Like, remember Rachel Corey who got run over by the uh, the tractor when was it ten years ago now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to intervene, mm-hmm. uh, stop Israel from doing Israel sometimes needs to do. So yeah, but this is we got to remember. Very few people are taking pleasure trips to the Ukraine. Right. <laughs> That's not. A, I mean, a, a this would not spot. be the time to go hiking in Ukraine because no, you want to see no. the countryside or. Well, but but, no, but, but yeah. this is the Holy Land. I mean, yeah, you've got people of all three monotheistic religions, the holy yeah. sites. I mean, there's a reason people go and those people shouldn't be subjected to this, although. Uh, and again, that's the other thing. Although I mean, you should that, be responsible in your travels and kind of look at what's going on in the world. Sure. Yeah. But but keep in mind that even the idiot secretary of, of I believe it was secretary of state uh-huh. said just a week before the attack, uh, we're proud of the fact for these two and a half years, Israel and the Middle East has been quiet. Mm. This didn't come out of no place, right? <laughs> I mean, this would seem like, a, yeah. you know, up until it happened, it did seem like Israel, everything was fairly calm. Uh, the, the, the Israelites had not taken back Gaza, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The same old threats from Hamas, but right. things seem to be fairly peaceful. So, I mean, if you if you decided to take a dream dream trip mm-hmm. to Israel, this would not have been a bad time to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, mm-hmm. out and and that's why it's what's so nefarious about the attack. I mean, it right. was so out of the blue. It was mm-hmm. so vicious, and it had been arc- orchestrated for a long, long time. And the Iranians had been obviously behind funding much of this. So it was. It was when people say this is Israel's Pearl Harbor, they're right. I mean, and it took everybody by storm. Uh, it, but if you're an activist who's going to spend your life mm-hmm. on the border between Israel and Gaza, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you see a moral equivalence there, well, you, mm-hmm. you get exactly what you 
I disagree a little bit. I think that all governments have to be involved because uh, I was listening to somebody living in Israel and they said, you know, a grain of rice does not get through that wall unless it's known about. And uh, so in the way that all of this happened in the coverage that we covered all week last week with way too many questions about uh, about the surprise, I put in quotations, uh, air quotes, attack, I I would have to say that all governments are are infiltrated. All governments can. um, uh, It's just like uh, with 9-11, our our Air Force was sent out an hour and a half away on a drill that was just like 9-11. So to me, all governments are involved. I don't know if it's just Iran or or controlling Hamas. I think that all governments have to be in control because there's a lot to gain. There was a big deal going on with... um, there was a big deal going on for gas and oil with Gaza between between Gaza and Israel um, back in November a year ago, and they were hoping that deal would be solidified and and going forward this summer. I just think there's a lot more at stake here behind the scenes, and so well, disagree I, just I a little bit. I don't. I don't deny for one second everything you said is possible, but in the we 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 can only react to what we see right away, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, and there's no doubt. He, Whoever did it, this was brutal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to suggest that the Israeli government was somehow behind it, I, I'm I'm not ready to go there yet. Okay. But but you're but you're right. I mean, we have the right, and we ought to be asking all of these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is plenty. I mean, it, this is not a matter of evidence. This is not hearsay. Yeah, Iran is bragging about this, right? right. Hamas is telling you. So whatever role Israel may or may not have played, mm-hmm. at the very the, the best thing you can say about Israel mm-hmm. is they they got caught with their pants down. That's the best you can say. And you're right. How does that happen? If you're yeah. in, I mean, Israel has been well, so they they've been the model for the whole world about how to try to fend off terrorist mm-hmm. attacks. How did they fail so badly? Um, I don't know. There was a meme I saw, and it, it had a picture of Ukraine on a on a dryer, and it said, uh, one laundromat uh, works out pretty well, so a second one was added for money laundering. And I thought, you know, it's an interesting concept we should all at least think about. And it, it's not like the whole Bush thing, where Bush kept saying to us, you're either for or against. You're one extreme or the other. You're either with us or you're a terrorist, uh, alike, the, you know, to the terrorists. It's like, that's ridiculous. Americans need to ask questions, and more of them. Be right back with Dr. Duke Pest on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk education. You know that feeling? Hey, everybody. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their populations. So central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track, well, every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products. Isn't that lovely? Or easily freeze or seize part of or all of your money. So concerned people, (laughs) I hope you're concerned, diversifying their assets. That's what they're doing into physical gold with the help of of Birch Gold Group. This is the company I trust. This is the one I would tell you to go to, okay? If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, then you should go to Birch Gold too. All you have to do is get their information, text 989898 and text the name Kate. They're going to send you a free info kit on gold and the easiest way uh, to become a Birch Gold customer. If you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer, just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you actually convert that right now into an IRA in gold and you don't even pay a penny out of pocket. How nice is that? You guys, this is so huge, so important. Please text 989898. Text my name, Kate. 
Okay, just get the information so I know that you're at least covered with the information from a group of people I trust. Okay. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You can see that Pierre did truly love the This reminds me of that movie. Oh my gosh, John Travolta. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, a little Chuck Berry for you. Uh, Kate Daly Show is what you're listening to. And of course, I've got, um, we are a live radio show, and I've got uh, Uncle uh, Milty, and I have Dr. Duke Pesta with me. Please text 989898 to Birch. There's a reason I'm asking you to do this is because with the bank closures in October, there's stuff going on under the radar because we're so busy talking about Israel. They aren't talking about the slow what's the slow roll of what's going on with digital currency. And it's not exactly slow either. There's a lot more going on um, in our financial worlds than we're talking about in mainstream or anywhere else. So if you could text 989898 and secure your retirement, make sure it's backed up by gold. They have a lot of really wonderful ways to help you and also get $10,000 worth of free gold and silver, which is huge, right? Find out how you can do that. Why would you not want that? Uh, text 989898 and please text Birch. This is who I trust. And you know, I do not just take on any sponsor. I have to use them, trust them and like them and like what they do and respect them. And that's why I like Birch Gold. I tell people to go to Birch Gold off the air. So go to Birch Gold 989898. Text that number. Text the name Kate. Okay. We have a few things also in education. Where do you want to start, Dr. Pesta? Well, I think a good uh, segue would be, you know, you asked the question, we should be asking questions all the time. When you look at the unanimous, the, basically the unanimous college student slash professor pushing the argument that Hamas is the sympathetic party here, mm-hmm. that we've got to do the same thing we do with, with government. We've got to ask the questions about Israel. I think we really have to ask that question, too. Why and what does it mean? What does it tell us? that overwhelmingly undereducated college kids and their over-credentialed professors are making the exact same arguments to the degree that that pretty much everybody else is drowned out. Why is it that in college campuses, and the more elite the college, the more one-sided they are? To make your point, Kate, we're teaching college kids at, at incredibly expensive levels that don't question by one argument, no critical thinking whatsoever. Your rabid professors tell you that Israel is evil and you believe it, uh, even when you see the pictures and the images and the horrors. Talk about This is what the students believe, because Israel isn't evil. And I think that (laughs) what's amazing is the all or nothing, the extreme, what Bush kept putting out. You're either with us or against us. Don't ask questions in between. It means you're either for or against or... We've lost the questioning thing and we're into the extremist labels, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And so, you know, you and I have the freedom and Milty, we have the freedom as mm-hmm. conservatives mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to ask questions of, of both sides, to think this through, uh, not take things at face value. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things about people love about your show, uh, Kate, is yeah. that people hear things they don't usually hear. I get, I love that. Yeah. But what alarms me to no end as a university professor myself, mm-hmm. the absolute group thing, I yelled at my students the other day. I said, Did look, you? I said, if the only thing you get is what you already believe, how is it education? I mean, it's why not... are you spending all on this, all this money and going into all this debt and sitting mm-hmm. through these classes that you hate 
when all you're hearing is what you've been hearing since you were in sixth grade. And what they want they to hear. left garbage. Right, because they've been conditioned to only want to hear this one particular side. So right. they're patted on the back, aren't they? When they hear well, that well, one side, and it reinforces what they think without anybody Progressive act- activism is yeah. about that. This is this is what we mean when we say woke. Mm-hmm. This is what we mean when we say social justice. Right. This is what they're talking about, that, that we are so right in our ignorant assumptions Mm -hmm. that anybody who disagrees with us is a Nazi. Anybody who disagrees with us has to be canceled. Yes. Uh, That's what our kids are. In fact, we're raising Mm -hmm. Hamas-like, Hamas-like students. Students who bow before authority, who do not We'll be right back. Yeah. We'll be right back. More with Dr. Duke Pester when we come back. KateDallyRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening. Thanks, you guys.